No, if they if they had an episode of She-Hulk where it's just like, oh, they hear that this guy is he's, he's a real shark in the courtroom. She walks in and it's just Matt Murdock, and it's Charlie Wait. Cox. Abby, so cool. what you're saying is instead of the defenders, they're the defendants. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Welcome to issue number 199 of the Bad County Funky Podcast. The countdown to 200. Tonight we're going to be talking about the latest and greatest nerd news events as we reach that road to issue number 200. This is the final pit stop, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, boys, gals, and pals of... Whatever you want to call yourself. But first, let's see who's joining us. We have David the Bearded Menace. I can't cast that here. Dot Chris. 199 bottles of beer on the wall. 199 bottles of beer. Take one down. Cash it around. Um, 190 bottles of beer on the wall. Thanks. Two bottles of beer on the wall. That's how it goes, right? She. TV's Casey. The sensational TV's Casey tonight. Uh, do we want to use the word sensational? We do. I was going to say the mediocre. I was going to go with par. Par. No more. <laughs> the par for the no core. TV's Casey. <laughs> and I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now we've gotten all that business out of the way. Gentlemen, what's going on this week? What's happened? Guys. Yes. There was a Batman movie and there was a Joker in it. And then they were like, we're not going to put the Joker in another movie. And then they were like, the Joker gets its own movie. And we were like, what's going on? And now we have the final trailer yeah. for this new Joker movie. I So I don't know about you guys, but this trailer has turned me around on, on my like tiptoeing yeah. around this. Like at first, I didn't really know what to think about this movie. At first, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. And like, I don't know. And then you saw the first trailer and it's like. I don't know, man. It seems like a little too generic. But then this latest one, like they're really focusing in on the transformation a little bit more. And I'm, I'm think I'm really digging that. Like, like there's a scene where he's talking to his, his shrink, and he has this like look in his eye. Yeah. And it's just like, goddamn. So I'm in. I'm all in. I don't I'm want to say so. It. I know we said this. Off, I said this off chat, but I don't want to say I'm excited. I don't want to use those words. Yeah. I'm very intrigued about okay. what they're doing. Yeah. What I like about it is, I, I especially this trailer specifically. I felt like I was watching pro, like the trailer to like seven, you know. Okay. Like it's 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 turning. It's going to be a very psychological. It'll probably take take place in Gotham. Maybe it won't. It, we're not going to care because of the performance. Like Joaquin Phoenix will do. Yeah. Um, and even in the trailer, you can feel like this this tension builds throughout the entire thing, and you can even in a trailer just see his descendant from like just normal guy to to madness all the way down so yeah. and it's what makes the joker like terrifying in a way he's more than just like bleached skin he is a, a psychopath for lack of a better word a man who plans things out but is the embodiment of chaotic evil 
Are we going to see that in this? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy to see where they're going to go with it. I'm, I'm oh, intrigued. I'm intrigued to see where they're going to go with I, it. I mean, I'm definitely intrigued. I'm in. I'm not going to go into this movie thinking it's going to be like the Joker. I'm looking at it more through the lens of like Heath Ledger as the Joker. Like it's a different iteration yeah. of the character. Like it's like an Elseworlds tale for me, more or less. And I think that's going to really help me ease into it and buy a lot more. The fact that he's not, you know, getting thrown into Ace Chemicals and you know, getting chased by Batman. Cause as of right now, this seems like way pre Batman. It does. It, it looks like it takes place in the seventies from what I can tell. Like I haven't really looked into it. Cause again, yeah. I don't want to yeah. get excited about it, but it, it just looks old, like old school. And that type of look that gives it a bit more of like that real. Oh, for feel sure. It's like got that feel. oceans 11 feel to it. Yeah. It, it, it's very, everything's just classy as fuck. Very yeah. period PC. Is what it feels yeah. like. Very period Reese's Pieces is what it feels like to me. <laughs> I'm on board for this. Yeah. It's just gonna be like I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a slow burn. Yep. It's gonna be a kind of like a psychological trip. Yep. Um, which is basically every Joaquin Phoenix movie is just him being a little nuts. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. I uh, I hate everything about this. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I wow. Not really. Uh, this is this is like a, a school shooter's wet dream of a movie. Oh my god! What do you mean? Please elaborate. But besides the buzzwords, what do you mean? What buzzwords? Look at this thing. <laughs> the movie, it's it's championing an emotionally unstable man who goes on a fucking rampage. Yeah, the Joker. Yeah, no. Do I we know it. that he goes on a rampage? He he's clearly going on a rampage. He's about to go on a rampage. He's doing something. I would say that we know very little about. There are, we know there are elements of a criminal rampage. All right, okay. all right. Here, yeah. um, and look, maybe I'm just projecting in this horrible political climate in which we live. Yeah, yeah. yeah for maybe. those of you listening at home, we're all four Americans who live in large cities, mm. um, and there's school shootings like every fucking week in this country, and. You know, people blame violent video games and violent television or whatever, and we all know yeah. that that's bullshit. But I feel like, is this the movie you really want to make for groups of people who would, who will inevitably go and see this? I mean, feel like, you, like it, justified in how they feel. It's one of those things that like any movie could. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Greg on that one because yes. like, and the other thing is, he doesn't. Let's say if this does stick true to how the Joker is and what he does, he's probably yeah. not going to use a gun at all in this maybe he might just stick to knives and just you know fucking with people possibly um what would have been like more closer to what you're talking about casey would have been anything that had to do with a a shooting or a massacre or anything like that or like dog day afternoon for instance like an old this movie is just like it's like taxi driver well that's what i mean like yeah one of those older movies would have probably been more to what you're talking about this doesn't feel like that yet well, it's going to be like, I think I think we're getting at it's like a revenge fantasy. It's glorifying yeah. the idea of someone who the world has wronged and then he gets his revenge. But we also don't know right. what the we ending don't know of this what movie this is. Into, we don't know right. how it is going to be portrayed. Yeah. I will say, it's dark. See where we're coming from, Casey. But I'm still excited for this movie. I, I do really like the... Um like the, just the filters and the cinematography being used, at least in the, in the trailer, because it's very Todd warm. Phillips, man. It's very yes. warm to use. And then, like, you can see, like, in the movie where things are good and where things are going bad, just based off of yeah. those hues. And I, it, it, it's real. I think I was talking to you at work about this, Chris. It's, it's at least going to be a very pretty movie. Like, just Hell yeah. look at. So I'm pumped. I'm I'm getting pretty stoked. I'm hoping that 
there are no guns or anything used, not because of like any political stuff, just because that's the Joker. The Joker doesn't necessarily like using guns to kill unless it's part of the larger joke. And even or a then, bang flag. Yeah. Or even then, it's just like to throw someone off yeah. guard or off kilter and, and get a laugh at it. Joker likes to get so, close. It's personal. coming out this fall. Yeah. It's coming out this fall. I'm really excited to just like get into like the Joker mindset and reread Killing Joke and just go back to a lot oh, of the classic episodes. Killing Joke. Yeah. Just, We're going to get reviews for this thing in two days. I know. I know. We'll see what Ooh. happens. I mean, I'm no matter what, I'm seeing it in the theater. It's just going to be a matter of going to the good theater or the Yeah, like no matter what, we are we, <laughs> cheap it, we, we are going to see days. this. We are going to talk about it in some yeah. capacity. Oh, yeah. So you'll definitely hear our, yeah. our uh, take on it. Uh, hey, guys. What up? Have you played World of Warcraft? World, like, let's try that. Take again. two. Have you played World, World? of War? He, she sells she seashells by the seashore. Unique. New Take York. three. There we go. Hey guys, have <laughs> have you played World of Warcraft Classic yet? No, no, I haven't. No, me neither. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It's got a gorgeous loading screen. <laughs> it's this, isn't it just the same as what it used to be? Yes, but that's pretty much all I've seen so far. So I, I really wanted to play a lot of this game and um, really kind of like talk about the differences between <laughs> when I last played WoW, because I haven't played the latest expansion, but I did play the one before that, and back in the day, because this would have been um, an event for me regardless, because I didn't start on WoW Vanilla. I started on uh, Burning Crusade is when I really got into it. So I was already one expansion in. So I never got to like the the very base beginning. And I wanted to get at least, I want to say 10 hours in just to give you guys like, you know, what, how things are and how things have changed. But I, I probably put in three hours of waiting in mm. a queue over the past three days. Uh, tonight, I finally got in to really play for about 45 minutes. And let me tell you. <laughs> It's pretty much just WoW Classic, like it says. There's nothing really <laughs> special about it. Um, it's cool. A lot of people, like you can see, are having a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of trolls in the general chat, which is really yeah. funny. So they'll say things like, wait a minute, where's my mount? And they just loaded in at level one. <laughs> or what do you mean I can't? I have to grind up to max level, which I think is 50 in WoW Classic. Um, little Little things like that. I will tell you one thing I didn't realize wasn't a feature at launch and apparently was after a little bit of research. Checkpoints? Not checkpoints, but the fact that when you talk to a person, the text like slowly generates as if like being written by magic and there's no oh. way to skip that. It's way too slow. <laughs> so for someone like me who doesn't really care, I don't care about the lore at all in WoW. Nobody cares about Nobody the cares lore about the WoW. lore. But I got all the lore I needed from Frozen Throne, and that's fine with me. <laughs> Old enough for you yet? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, it's just like it just takes way too long. Uh, but it, it's still it's a lot of fun. It's really cool, kind of just diving right back in and playing like the the intro level and and killing like the kobolds and. Being a being a, a rogue again, essentially. You know, take candle. Uh, for those of you watching live here at Twitch.tv forward slash Badcity Funky at uh, 9 p.m. Ish, ish Eastern Standard Time, you'll notice that all I have right now to represent this is a picture of the loading <laughs> screen. And that's because that's pretty much the. Uh, yeah, are we gonna add it? like Murloc sound effects and post? Oh. Just to really <laughs> oh, right yeah, are we gonna really? Make I I, I would, but I haven't gotten to the Murlocs uh, yet. This no. is. Again, Dude, one the big thing I remember because I did start with vanilla. The yeah. one thing I remembered was you getting a quest, and they just go go to the north northeast and slay 
this one version of this thing that there's eight of out there. Yeah. And there was just no direction. It was just like, I guess I'll just keep walking this direction until I see something that's there. Oh, no, no, it's the greater tusked rhino, not the regular yeah. tusked rhino that I need. Son of a bitch. It's definitely one of those things where you forget the luxuries of not, van- uh, not vanilla until <laughs> oh, yeah. you actually don't have them anymore. I'll, I'll just say that, which is, you know, it's good about it. It's, 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 they never claimed it to be anything that it's not, but I think you just don't realize what it is until you're how in, good you're we in got the it. pool, right? You don't realize the temperature of the water until you're yeah. swimming in the pool. And that's just kind of how this has been. Um, I'm going to play it a bit more. I'm going to try to run it on my MacBook Pro that is not a gaming device by any stretch of the imagination just to see like how well it'll take it. Just to see. It, and it, dude, it'll take it. I was playing that thing. on. I was playing OG on a freaking iBook yes. back in 2006, something like that, whenever it dropped. Yeah. It was, uh, it worked. Mm. So I never, great. I never for me, played it's it WoW back in the day. Like, I'm, I'm that nerd. I yeah. never played um, WoW at all. But I did lose a lot of friends to it the summer yeah. it did drop. Um, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and it's like, I'm pretty sure they went back to it. I'm not going to see them again for another, like, six months, maybe. I don't know. Like, maybe they might do the same thing as Greg. is like... You, I, th- I think you'd be surprised now. Because there are so many games out. And the, the ability to get those games so easily through a direct download or even for free... Like, you, I think you'd be surprised how many people actually stick with it and how many don't. True. Like, I'm going to bet this is like a big, like big bubble right now, but it's yeah. going to pop. Like, I don't see anyone getting to uh, max level and then continuing on the grind and like doing raids and stuff. I, I just I honestly don't. But I could be wrong. You know, uh, but yeah, that's been my <laughs> quick review of WoW Classic. <laughs> Uh, just like back in the day, the servers are crammed. <laughs> there are rumors that things are going to get better, but I pretty much was just fighting Q boss the whole time. So there's that brings us to our next uh, little announcement. We did talk a little bit last week about some uh, D23 news. We're going to go ahead and talk about things that were ta- that were confirmed and announced after we recorded our yeah. episode on Thursday last week. Uh, first thing being... Obi-Wan Kenobi is confirmed to come back in a, what is it, Dave? A series on Disney+. Plus. Now, I couldn't confirm whether or not yes. how many like how many episodes or if it's just going to be a series involving Obi-Wan or if it's going to be a strictly Obi-Wan series. Mm. But what I do know is it does take place eight years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. So it's right in that like weird time frame where like Solo takes place as well. Um and, and, and Rebels. Rebels. Well, no, actually, it's before yeah. Rebels. Because Rebels takes place five oh, years before like A New Hope. Oh, maybe I like that. Yeah, I, I'm okay Basically, it's Obi-Wan, yeah, in, it's Obi-Wan desert. in the desert. Now, there's yes. one thing a lot of people have okay, said okay is um, they have to find a way to make him age let not gracefully. Because this takes place when Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker is already eight years old. Luke Skywalker is running around this. We might see a young Luke Skywalker. Um, right. Ooh, McGregor has aged really well. He looks nowhere close to uh, Alec Guinness looking in that age frame yeah. where he should be at this point. Um, so there's yeah. a lot of speculation of what we might see in this. What, what we might see in this series, we might see Darth Maul possibly show up, which I find highly unlikely. Um, no, I, I don't. I honestly, based on what happened in Rebels, yeah, neither do I. Show up, I don't think they're gonna. Now. I don't think they'll like do the same things like they'll have like the same exact scene of them fighting what just done well they can't because like when he when he fights darth maul it's already further in the future at this point 
Yeah, he's already at um, Alabama's. Yeah. Like it's, oh, it's already right. like a few yeah. years before a new hope. Like it's already at that point. He's old Obi Wan. So it's yeah. like we might see Kiara from like Solo. We might see her in there because the Black Suns are still a thing at this point. Hello, um, my little friend. And we hello there. Right. Hey, how how messed up is it that that he when you and McGregor came on stage, he didn't hit him? With I a, know. Hello there. They missed a perfect opportunity. That's all he had <laughs> to say. Well, I just want hello there. I know he yeah. knows the meme. Yeah, he knows it. Yeah, yeah. he has to. Yeah. He has the high ground. Of course he knows it. <laughs> and then the whole, I bet he, if he did that, the whole crowd would have just been like, General Kenobi. <laughs> but yeah, like we, we, nice. Kathleen Kennedy did say like it's produced and it's ready to go. Um, scripts are written. So we nice. do, we are going to see it eventually, uh, pretty soon, sooner than, sooner than not. Um, mm-hmm. My speculation is we might see Obi-Wan go off world. He might be on Tatooine and know that Luke's okay. Maybe he has to leave to take care of something else. Who knows? Sure. He may go home to the planet Stujan, where he's originally oh. from. See, like his named after see, his John first Stewart. love when he had there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fun little. And again, something has to happen where like he has to age horribly. Like he ages a lot in eighteen years. If we really think about it from Revenge of the Sith to when he gets to a new hope. Maybe we'll see that. Maybe we won't. Yep. Maybe it'll be another inconsistency, like with this whole like, well, like period. Who knows? You got to figure. You got to figure. He's pretty much lived a life of luxury up now. until yeah. revenge, right? So now, like the the weathering, everything's going to probably hit him a little harder. And also, like he's in a, a desert. Lot of aging can happen in about eighteen years, regardless. So I don't know. I think I think they can yeah. pull it off. I'm I'm more curious to see how they do the voice change because, like, his voice in like the 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 first trilogy. I almost said original, but that would have been wrong. The first trilogy, prequel trilogy, quite there. Yeah, it was close, but like in the Clone Wars, it was just kind of like, yeah, fine. the The voice actor for the cartoon did a much better job at at merging Ewan McGregor's voice for Rebels, absolutely with, with, with Guinness. Like they just like did it Rebels and um, yeah, and Clone Wars for sure. Like it was just like a good happy medium. But now we have to have it go from like straight Obi Wan from Clone Wars. To Obi Wan from New yeah. Hope, we have to do that. Wasn't that the dude that also voiced Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, James Arnold Taylor, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of hoping that he like when he lands on Tatooine, he just changes his voice just so people are even like more thrown off by him. Which actually, that'd be a really funny bit too, where no one's thrown off by it. He's just doing a funny voice for no reason, and then it just becomes his voice. He does it so long. It's kind of like kind of like when he. When your mom said, don't hold that funny face that long, your face will just be that way permanently. That's just probably just what happened to him with his funny voice. And if you think about it, he's not going to be called Obi-Wan. He's not going to be called Obi-Wan in this. No, yeah, they'll ben. call him yeah. Ben. Old Ben. Old Ben. Kenno- he kept his same last name. He's not very good at this. Silly voice. F- new Listen, first name. Maybe, you know, maybe Kenobi and Skywalker are like the Smith in in the Star Wars galaxy. You don't know. I mean, there could be like a like like twenty thousand or a couple million Skywalkers or Kenobis out there. I find that. Yeah, how many Kenobis do you know, Casey? Twelve, at least. (laughs) What are you possibly? What are you counting Kenobis? What are you saying? One Kenobi, (laughs) two. That's too much. Get out. (laughs) One Kenobi, three Kenobi, three Kenobi. Ponda Baba's arm on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm excited. I'm really hoping it is just kind of like. The memoirs of old, yeah, like that would be really fucking cool. That's what I'm really the Kenobi diaries, (laughs) the Kenobi diaries. 
Sand everywhere. <laughs> I can't escape it. That would be so cool. I'm really working on my crate dragon. <laughs> George told me he's only going to use it in the revamped VHS version. That's so bad. That's terrible. Uh, in other news, they've showed yet another trailer for The Mandalorian, which is going to be a Disney Plus yeah, exclusive. It's a space western. It really is. It's so cool. It really is. It's so cool. And what I, what I find interesting about the trailer, the trailer itself is beyond beautiful. Um, it looks like it could be its own Star Wars movie, the way it's shot and the way it looks. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ships look good. It's going to be a bunch of short Star Wars movies. I know, right? Into but one. The, the ships <laughs> look good. The set looks good and all that stuff. What I find very interesting is we haven't heard like Pedro Pascal speak at all in this. Maybe he does. Yeah, like does he have like a couple? Maybe does he James have like a couple Jones. words. Like is he like kind of like like um, a Clint Eastwood movie where he says things like once, like hey, uh, like we don't hear like anything, but it just the set pieces look beautiful. Like it looks yeah. like Star Wars. Like it does have. We, we get to see like a world after the fall of the Empire. Um, yeah. We see like our Death Troopers. We see like some special forces running around in there. We get to see like we see a motherfucking IG eighty eight. Yes! Yes, we do. I don't know if that's actually him. It looks like him. Uh, isn't it? Is... Didn't they announce the Ta- uh, Taika Waititi is IG eighty eight voice? Oh, I think I think he he's like IG eleven or something. Either way, Let's though, see. like the fact I that was, they have, I was told, I was told by a friend of IG-11. mine who could yeah. beat us all collectively in Star Wars trivia. <laughs> yep, sure. But yeah, I mean, this looks really cool. I'm always like down to see what's going on in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I just don't like when they like make too big of a deal out of it. Like like the solo movie was just no one asked for, and it wasn't all yeah. that great. It wasn't the worst Star Wars movie that I've seen, in my opinion. But it just w- no. wasn't there. That would have been a lot better as like a twenty minute short. Yes, I agree. Of just like it was, it was four twenty minute shorts <laughs> yeah, put together into one movie. We- That's where they went wrong. <laughs> like if if you literally just had the train robbery scene with Han Solo and just that, and no no like intro or nothing, because you would have gotten everyone's relationship off yeah. of that you would have gotten to see what he was like as a kid and literally that's it the fact that he is has already met up with chewy and is not maybe on the best terms yeah. yet that's all you not need. even that you like they, literally they could have done the entire movie as you said like as different series of different 20 minute shorts but like in different moments because even han solo wouldn't tell yeah. the story like sure. in, in in sequential order you know yeah but like so i really just like this whole idea of having these glimpses into the universe and seeing what other races, other species, other things are going on. Cause we've been tethered to the Skywalkers. And what I like about it is we get to see this after return of the Jedi. This is like a time period we haven't seen. Whereas like up to this point with the movies and shows, we're like in the civil war era, pretty much like between like, yeah, we've only got this in book. Yeah. But but I'm saying like in movie format or show format, it's like, it's the, the time frame between like revenge of the Sith and you hope there's a lot mm-hmm. of shit going on right now. That's like we've seen it. We know it. There's a new game coming out that's happening in this time frame. You know what I mean? It's like another yeah. series is coming out in this time frame. Like we, this is the first time that we're finally seeing this like on screen. Yes, the books were a thing. Yes, we had like everything there. But when it comes to yeah. something you can watch, we're finally seeing it. Um, is it going to be good? I sure hope so. It's Star Wars. I'm it still looks watch pretty. It. Yeah, it looks good. Um, yeah, it looks great. But, you know, we've been, been down this road before where it looks good and kind of wasn't, you know, so. I mean, John Favreau's attached to it, so true. I have some yeah, uh, he, of quality yeah, control. Yeah, that's true. 
even even if it's just like screensaver fodder, I think I would still be okay <laughs> with it. I think because ultimately it's not really touching too much of the main canon. So like even if they mess it up, oh well, I could just never watch it again and just know the events that happened in there, and we're good to go, you know. And then, like, I think again, that's why Solo was kind of a bit of a, a flop because it touched main canon and things that people loved about main canon. And that's very tricky to do. Like you, you should just not. And I think that's why Rogue One was so well received because while it was a big event in the Star Wars universe, it was a whole bunch of throwaway characters that you've never met before and will see in very limited supply in the future. Well, they had no choice but to throw them away. Yeah, yeah. they're old toys. I and feel like this is one of the. It's something that's really tapping into something I loved that was in Legends. Do you guys remember t- like the old like Tales books? The, the novels that were just like oh, yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of short stories. and they Tales were, from Java's Palace? Yeah, like Tales, or like Tales of the Bounty Hunter or Tales from Mos Eisley, like all those. Oh, yeah. Um, one of them had pretty much a story for every major bounty hunter. Like they had a Dengar story, they had a Boba Fett story, they had a Bosk story, an IG-88 story. And I lived for that stuff when I was a kid. So to see it on the big screen, I'm like, yes, this is what I've wanted all along. Yeah. <laughs> it's no longer in a chunky video game or a book for children. <laughs> Um, yeah, Serge brings up in the chat who is, hey, Serge, hey, buddy, how you doing over there? Um, he was unsure if this was going to be a weekly show or dropped a lot once like Netflix. Uh, I've been reading reports that every Disney Plus show is going to be released weekly, kind of like what DC Universe does with Doom Patrol and and Young Justice and all and Swamp Thing and Titans. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that with a tone? Titans. Did I say that with a tone? Sorry. I can't, I can't help it. Um, greatest pilot ever. Now they're putting we Superboy have in it. Now, mixed I'm, now I'm getting angry. Now I'm <laughs> literally have Connor Kent in there, and I don't want to. Okay, uh, more Star or our final Star Wars news yes. for the evening. The trailer we've all been waiting for. You know what? What? It's we got it's not a trailer. Technically, it's not a trailer. It's a it's a, a featurette. featurette. It's a oh. look. It's a look at Star Wars. Grown. Grim. I'm gonna call spade a spade on this one and, and keep with my my. There's new shit. Ergo, it is a trailer. There, yeah. There's <laughs> there's, new there's shit. a build up definitely from the old into the new, but there's new shit and it's, you know, teasing a new movie that's coming up or showing us more of a new movie that's coming up. The trailer. The final Star War. The final Star War. It's um, the final Star War. We saw so much in this. Casey, tell me what I saw in this. Uh. There's Dark Ray. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Is it a Force Vision? Is she a clone? Are we bringing back the double vowel clones like Luke Skywalker? Oh but now it's Ray. Okay. Like honestly, <laughs> for years, I think we've been here. I, I don't think it's what we're seeing is like true, or it's going to be the big reveal. Is it a jape? Are we being I think bamboozled? We are. <laughs> I don't know. Ryan Johnson is not directing this one. J.J. Abrams, yeah. Well, that's the ah. thing. Nah, got my dick J.J. Abrams is, like, directing it and, like, okay, for instance, The Force Awakens, okay? Yeah. We're led to believe that Finn was going to be the Force-sensitive guy. We're led to believe that Finn was going to be the one who had the lightsaber the whole time. We're led to believe that Finn was going to be the main character. Um, even yeah. at the beginning of the movie, when they, land, when they land on the planet, it's Finn that looks around, like, all messed up. Then he looks at Kylo Ren, like, he's, like he can feel the Force. We were bamboozled through the entire movie until we get to, like, um, until we actually meet, um, oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. Holy crap. Right. Not even Ray until when she actually picks up the lightsaber. We're bamboozled to that entire time. So she picks up Luke's lightsaber and she has her vision. 
you know, that's when you get the first right. inclination that she's going to be, she's a force wielder, you know, right. Even in the, even in the, in the, um, poster, Finn is holding lightsaber this entire time. We believe it's going to be Finn. So who's to say it's not the same thing with this. Who's mm. to say that JJ Abrams is just throwing this out there to fuck with us. But it's like, like Casey was saying, it's either a force vision or something like that. I don't even think the Emperor's going to be that big of a thing in this. Uh, I don't know about I'm that. I'm going to disagree just, on that one. Such, I mean, it's such a see... big reveal that I can't imagine it being that massive of a thing. Well, I, I think a lot of these reveals, too, are kind of just like sweeping Last Jedi under the rug a little bit. Just to kind of be like, hey, guys, it's fine. It's fine. If you didn't like it, it's fine. We're here. We'll fix it. The Emperor's here. We're bringing cool. you back the Star Wars that you really liked. Oh. With a predictable storyline and everything. And good versus bad. And everything's clear cut. See, Casey says that with a tone, but that's literally all I want in a Star Wars movie that's, yeah, from no, the Skywalker, that, from it, Skywalker yeah. stuff, anyways. Like you can you can get all experimental outside of like the Skywalker realm, but like when I'm here, I know what I want. I want my wild cherry Pepsi. Don't be giving me vanilla Coke. I want wild cherry Pepsi when I'm here, and just just that's it. Um, isn't isn't the analogy that you just want Coke Classic and they're trying to give you new Coke? Well, you know like what? A... Maybe next time you start the analogy, Casey, <laughs> and then we'll see I, where things go. I didn't want to break a yo stride. Um, what else is in this? Uh, for oh, we got four twenty C three PO smoke it all. <laughs> I, day. I was gonna say Xbox three sixty Red Ring of Death C three. That's a pretty good theory. We behind have C three. Read that. Well, we can get like we'll get into a little bit later, but uh. What he just pops people, up and he goes, "Oh, you might have noticed my eyes. Let me tell you about that." And then the camera just pans. <laughs> so the theory is that C three PO has had his mind wipe at least once in the entire like saga of Skywalker. Um, okay. And I think there's like a novelization or a comic where as she goes through it, it says like most of those memories, even though they get wiped, aren't gone. They're stored internally in C three PO most droids. So what that could be yeah. is like a reboot of them like looking at past memories before he had his mind wiped to see find something about what the old like the old Empire basically. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like the least thing, least of the things that I'm concerned about right now, or that I'm excited about. Uh, I think it's really they're just like giving the fanboys what they want with Dark Ray. I don't. Like. I just. I mean, I have especially, especially with her lightsaber. So there's, oh, there's how two. To, look how toyetic that is. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, super. But this so there's two ways this can go. Yeah. Like one way. Remember the the trailer for the Force Awakens also include that scene where Luke puts his hand on uh, R two as like shit burns in the background, which was literally yep. a flashback. Yep. It, it was like it, so like you know kind of happened, kind of didn't. What have you? Um, also, they've been teasing about how the best force you like the 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 true essence of like the force is neither good nor bad yeah and so there's de- definitely been that pull and that's one of the few things that i did really like about the force uh, not the force awakens but the last jedi yeah. is they talk about um how it's it's not black and white but gray yeah. so we know that there's there's lots of Im- lots of possible imagery here so it could i wouldn't be super surprised if it actually happened mm. For some reason, because they t- like if Ray and and um, Kylo like switch places yeah. in some cases. Um, <laughs> ooh, that rhymed. Hey. Uh, either way, it's one of those two. Yeah. I love that that they look like they're pulling from Dark Empire again, which, as if I haven't stated enough, is my favorite Star Wars story of all time. Mm-hmm. Because they've got, will inevitably have something like a clone or reincarnated emperor mm-hmm. who can probably do something like a body jump with his spirit. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and you've also got possibly the hero getting too close to the dark side, either as like a ploy to destroy it forever or to fully understand it and understand. Shadows the Empire. Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I'm here for it. I'm a hundred percent on board with Episode Nine. My my Star Wars fanness has completely turned around. Yeah. I was ready to give it up for good, but it just seems like it's a real return to form. The thing, and the I'm thing, like, the thing that yes! I find interesting, it wasn't even like the whole like Ray turning dark side and her doing the, the, the double saber, is like the fleet of old school Star Destroyers. Yeah. That's yeah. I find interesting because those aren't fr- the those sky aren't full first them. order. Those are the old school like from the Empire. They're just there and they look abandoned because if you notice, no lights are on, nothing. They're there. So. They could just be being guys. Really if this sneaky. is a time travel movie, I'm gonna be. Pissed. I was just thinking uh, that. I was maybe literally it's, like, honestly, like, maybe it's not. Maybe what we're seeing is they find something like in the Archer regions of like this old fleet that just went there and stayed for whatever reason that the Emperor was holding as consi- as a contingency plan to a contingency plan to a contingency plan. You know. And Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, is there. maybe he's still alive. <laughs> you know, and, and also, like in Battlefront Two, he had like his own like holographic emissary that you get to meet and talk to for like a brief second. Maybe they find one of these. Yeah. That's why we hear the Emperor laugh. Who knows? You know? Um, yeah. So it's, again, it's kind of hard to like say what we're going to see because um, it's J.J. Abrams. He's fooled us before in a good way. He's probably doing the same right yeah. now. Or he's giving us a lot of like monumental shit that we don't realize, just like in The Force Awakens and a couple of trailers. He gave us monumental shit that's like, oh, that's nothing. Oh, that's something. You know, I'm I'm really excited because like I feel like he's I feel like we think we're seeing a lot in this trailer, but we're actually. Yeah, not. like we're probably seeing nothing at all. Yeah, like we're seeing like a lot of actiony stuff and like a wow moment or two, but we don't know what the full the end game switcher. Yeah, like I'm, that's what I'm really looking forward to as well. I'm, I'm waiting to see Mark Ruffalo in Iron Man armor. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of. Of Mark Ruffalo in Iron Man. Forrest Ruffalo. Uh, we're getting the best Hulk coming to Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. They're making a She-Hulk Woo! show. Yes. Oh, I cannot be more excited. I even wore my colors and everything. Today. Hey. <laughs> um, for those of you playing at home, She-Hulk is probably my favorite female character of all time. Um, and she's definitely in my top five characters, period, to come out of Marvel Comics. Up there with Silver Surfer mm-hmm. and Rogue and... My boy Wolverine himself. Mm-hmm. Um, the charm of She-Hulk is that she's all the fun of a smashy smashy Hulk type with an actual personality in that she's not savage. Mm-hmm. She's a uninhibited, free-spirited kind of person who's also a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And some of the best runs she's ever had in comics involve her working at a law firm dealing with superhero <laughs> law. Mm. Have you ever Harvey wanted... Birdman? Yeah, exactly. Harvey Birdman before I'm Harvey bored. Birdman. Uh, have you ever wanted to see Hercules get sued for assault by Constrictor? Here you go. It's an issue <laughs> of this. Stories like that got wilder and wilder, and it brought her all across the Marvel Universe into space and back. The Dan Slot run on She-Hulk is really what I hope takes the most inspiration from this. But, of course, there are other great runs the Charles Soule run from a couple of years ago, and even the John Byrne run from the 80s, which is really the book that put She-Hulk on the map mm-hmm. in terms of being a fun lawyer who is just involved in all kinds of wacky shenanigans. Yeah, uh, and it was sure. also the first book that made her into a sort of Deadpool-type 
she's a comic book character aware that she's in a comic book. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping we get elements of that in the show, too. But my question for you gentlemen is if they cast her. Yeah. Are you casting for Jen Walters and then CGIing She-Hulk the way you would do Mark Ruffalo into the Hulk? Yes. Or do you cast for She-Hulk and do practical makeup Gamora style? No. First one. First one. First one. I think like there's a certain um, continuity that you have to kind of take into consideration when you're using a lot of the characters that relate to one another. So like if you had like another member of Drax's species come up, they wouldn't be CG, obviously. Right. 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 So having another iteration of the Hulk or someone in that Hulk family, I should say, rather, and have them a not... Hulk adjacent, if you yeah, will. a Hulk adjacent. <laughs> Even though she's her own character in her own right, and you and people like her for different reasons, and they like the Hulk, I think she should still be CG. Or, if I'm going to break my own rules, I would say uh, cast for She Hulk and then um, CG down like they did for <laughs> Captain America. So it's like a reverse situation. Oh yeah. As, now here's the thing: is I, one now, of those. I was confused for a fact. I thought like She Hulk was always hulk or am i am i wrong about that you are you are correct and also not correct and in the same way that the hulk had a period where he would turn from banner into the hulk or he would turn into the hulk but he's gray and smart or he would be the hulk all the time as the professor hulk she hulk has similarly gone through different periods okay. like that mm -hmm. she's most famous for having it kind of like the thing style where she's just stuck as she hulk for like 20 yeah. years and then they kind of walk that back because they're like, oh, you know, we could do a thing where she transforms and, you know, what makes She-Hulk transform? Because she doesn't transform when she gets angry. Is it because she's scared? Is it when she's having a good time? Like, yeah. And so they played around with that for a couple okay. of years. But for the most part, if you're looking at, like, the character's full history, she's stuck as She-Hulk. So there's a chance they might even go with, unless we've heard otherwise, there's a chance they might just go with that type of story where she's a stuck as the character because that's because yeah. like uh, like basically like when it, when i look at this stuff i'm kind of like a muggle i just know from random cartoons i've seen or stuff like that you know what i mean so i know for i yeah. know that she's usually stuck that way so they might cater more to that audience rather than guys like or people like you or greg who know the story know the background like know like the history of this character the most important thing they do whether she transforms or not is you do you basically make it like Har you you could make it like Harvey Birdman or if you wanted a more serious take you do just straight up law and order SVU but with superheroes right. um and, or Ali you know what I think Ali McBeal is probably the best uh best metaphor for a kind of show that it would be right I, I probably wouldn't lead with yeah. that necessarily yeah. don't lead with Ali God you know what's <laughs> you, well you, it's you more Robert Downey Jr. Thing, yeah though? it's like her if, I mean, maybe we'll see them in Disney Plus, but her world, if she is a lawyer and all that stuff, would have melded well with Jessica Jones and the way Jessica Jones ended. Yeah. Yeah, because really Hogarth was like because, going after you know, the supers and going after the powered people and all that stuff. So it's like, it really would have been great, but who knows? Maybe we will see them in Disney Plus and we'll, we'll still see that meld. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely convinced that they're going to like wipe those away out of continuity. Like, I'm, it might just be wishful thinking <laughs> for me. But there's a lot of work that was done in those. And even if it wasn't all great work, it's there. Like, it's it's not anything you have to rebuild. Yeah. Like, we already have Danny Rand as, like, 
you know, his whole origin. We don't have to rehash that again. We could just move on. You could even just drop him in. People will know. If you want, and yeah. it's fine. Maybe that's her first four cases. Ah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. People um, would go nuts if they... Jessica Jones versus Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they if they had an episode of She-Hulk where it's just like, oh, they hear that this guy is he's, he's a real shark in the courtroom. She walks in and it's just Matt Murdock. And it's Charlie Wait. Cox. Abby, so so what you're saying is instead of the defenders, they're the defendants. <laughs> hey, there you go. Here's our intro bit. It's tricky though because they're both defense attorneys. So it's like, well, who's prosecuting? Like, uh, okay, but it's a uh, you know co-counsel. You're yeah. good. Yeah, they just flip a coin. It's like who's playing for which team today? God, that means she All would right. like she would defend like whoever's left on the raft. I would guess. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. She could do like an appeal case for the abomination, or yeah, get Tim Roth back in there. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. You could really mix it up. Huh. Um, I really hope they do the story. This is like the only like memorable thing I remember about She-Hulk. I really hope they do the story where she's sunbathing on the roof of the Baxter building and then paparazzi gets a picture and then there's this whole big deal and then the computer or the film or whatever color corrects itself so it doesn't yeah. have, she doesn't have green skin anymore. So now he yep. just has like a topless picture of someone who kind of looks like She-Hulk. But is not, but because she's yeah, not green. Because she's just got like Caucasian skin. <laughs> or I think it might even be in black and white. Oh yeah, that story. Yeah, that, that was it. Um, and it's like, well, how do you know it's her? And it's like, well, I'm seven feet tall. And it's like, well, yeah, but there's nothing around you to really <laughs> reference that because the size of the chair is scaled to you as there's well. No banana for. And she's scale, like, you know what? I just give there. up. Yeah. It's so funny. She's yeah. like, I give up. Like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> Um, along with the She-Hulk news, they also talked about a uh, Miss Marvel show. Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Probably the, the hottest new teen superhero, short of Miles Morales, created in the last decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is actually very interesting, too, because um, the creator even said in an interview that never considered Kamala in live action. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, Kamala's powers are going to look creepy as fuck. Stretchy powers are always weird when you put them on TV, well, it's, man. It's not just stretchy, but it's also, like enlargement powers yeah it's like like she can like so she's kind of like mr fantastic or plastic man in that like she can just kind of stretch out or make this is gonna sound weird make things larger <laughs> yeah sorry there you go, Dave. sorry um, the, the better answer you know since you and i are, are so hip to our different shapeshifters and stretchy guys in yeah. comics her powers are identical to elastigirl from doom patrol yes that's a good way to put it yeah, Although, she basically just changes the size of individual body parts at a time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, no shit. So she ne- she never herself gets actually super large. Although she probably could. Yeah, I think she could do a full body thing. But yeah. her her move is typically she just makes like one really big fist or one really big leg yeah. at a time. Yeah. Very, very cartoony, very exaggerated, which is super interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've, I haven't followed really Kamala too, too much, to be honest. Is her it- book is fun, man. I mean, uh, there's a new volume of it where she's in space having space adventures and she got a new costume oh nice uh but her old book is she's the fangirl of all fangirls yeah. she writes marvel superhero fan fiction <laughs> in a world where they actually exist That's cool mm-hmm. yeah she's adorable um she's from new jersey hey uh, she's she's almost certainly the most prominent muslim superhero ever made True. yeah uh, it was a huge, huge part of her making news headlines when she was first created. Um, and it's something that the books have not strayed away from. Mm-hmm. Uh, G. Willow Wilson is a Muslim writer. Uh, Saladin Ahmed, I love him to death because he brought back Exiles for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Another Muslim writer who's writing her right now. Um, so it's very, you know, when a character is written by, you know, the people that she really is 
meant to represent. It just comes off as so supremely authentic. Yeah, yeah. And it gives readers of all kinds a real insight into what it's like to live as this kind of person in, you know, the modern day. Sure. Um, I learned so many things in, in reading, like, 30-something issues of her book. Like what? Like uh, one thing. What's one thing? Just, just the the whole structure of uh, how she goes to mass, mm-hmm. well, I guess the equivalent, and and things like that. Family dynamics. Expectations placed on, on kids in a, in a household. Hmm. Like, just every Dating? Hmm. As a teenager, it's just it's wild. The experiences are so, in a lot of ways, the same, but but in different in in so many ways. It's really, it's really incredible. Um, very few books, I think, on the market right now that have given me a, a perspective like that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, the engaging. L- yeah, yeah. It sounds like I gotta read those. I, yeah, I gotta read a lot of things though. I know. Um, yeah, likewise. I know a lot. Of- Speaking of things everybody's got to read. Yeah. This Moon Knight show is starting to be more and more certain based on the Warren Ellis, Declan Shalvey run, which is Moon Knight wears a suit, pure white suit. He goes into a building and he beats the shit out of criminals for six issues. I'm so excited. It's like 140 pages of him just kicking ass in an apartment building. And that's so for a guy like me and anyone else listening at home or like in the chat right now listening live, who is Moon Knight? Moon Knight is Mark Spector. He is basically Batman if he fully embraced all of the crazy mm-hmm. and accepted that he might have split personalities. Nice. Is he an eccentric millionaire? So cool. Maybe. Is he a cab driver? Maybe. Is he a <laughs> is he a French art aficionado? Could be. Right. D- does he have a, a gal Friday who's only in love with one of his personalities? Who's sure. to say? <laughs> who's to say? Did you ever want to see Batman rip off somebody's nipples? <laughs> then Moon Knight is the character for you. Well, I'm in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to sell somebody on Moon Knight more than that, other than if you think Batman is scary when he beats the shit out of somebody, uh, imagine doing it just with a white costume covered in blood. Does he yeah. have powers or like what's his? Not really, no. So he so gets here's a the... little stronger at night. I don't think he does though. I think he just he, thinks he does. He just thinks he does. <laughs> so here's like so I've read like a little bit. I've read the Warren Ellis Moon Knight. I haven't read any classic Moon Knight, but I read um, Secret Adventures when he was in it. And oh, and he he thought he was a combination of Spider Man, Wolverine, and Captain America. Yeah, he America. was just like batshit crazy. But there's a line and and I'm gonna paraphrase because it's been a while since I read it, but. Someone was like, oh, what's his deal? And then he's like, oh, he thinks he gets the powers from Egyptian moon god. Then he goes, well, does he? And then the other, <laughs> some, I don't remember who it was, but it looks at him and goes, I don't know, do you want to find out? And he's <laughs> yeah, just like no. beating the shit out of someone. <laughs> no. It's like, nope. No, thank you. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm, it's really tough with this character because he's so crazy and so far out there, you don't really know what to make of him. And I really would like to think that he's just a normal guy who is just, out of his gourd crazy who yeah he's got he like stronger. that adrenaline strength yeah exactly that people get when they gotta like lift a car off a baby or something oh god yeah. i feel so angry i'm finding about not angry but i'm finding out about this like now this sounds amazing oh, yeah so cool. there's some qual- i mean and he also believes he's the chosen one of Khonshu. yeah the ancient egyptian god of the moon like it's it's wild it, hmm. yeah there's so much crazy wacky stuff in this but it there are times when it takes itself very seriously mm-hmm. and it's real real spooky yeah He's um. If you want to get an idea on crime level for him in terms of what he fights, it's below Spider Man. Wow. So he's yeah. really on the street. Yeah. He fights like Bullseye, Taskmaster. Okay. Yeah. A guy named and, Raul Bushman. And th- those are like 
big deals for him. Where Spider-Man, that's kind of like a, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, yeah. kind of deal. Web him up. I got a lot of stuff I got to take yeah. care of. Oh, we, rent's due. Yeah. So <laughs> th- this is what I'm really excited for. I'm really hoping they, they kind of learn their lesson from the Netflix stuff and just keep them simple runs. Make them 10 episodes max. Make me wanting more at the end of it. Yeah. And just move on. Like, that's what they need to do. It's how That's the direction in which this needs to go for all of the shows, not just Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. The more I think about it, uh, the I'm funnier a, it gets. I'm expecting a lot of straight up comic adaptations from these shows. Me too. I mean, if you think about it, it's a smart way to go because, like, you don't have to rewrite anything. No. Like, even I would even say just hire the original writers to adapt their own work. Well, here's the thing, though. It's yeah. like, it's, it's Disney Plus. Can it even get that? I mean, I'm sure you can get that violent, but I don't think you can get that bloody, can it? Well, they're they're not going. They're not going to. So there's nothing on Disney Plus that's going to be rated R. Right. That they've already said. So yeah. they could stick to PG-13. You can get away with quite a bit. You can. PG-13. That's like, true. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Like, I mean, all the Marvel movies are PG-13. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot much, of those. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. So PG-13 doesn't mean what it used to in terms of like, and like neither does R, right? Like it's all kind of getting wibbly wobbly there's a gray area in there and and you know um i think as long as you don't go you show some restraint you'll get the pg-13 you know how you kind of w- whenever a james bond movie opens and he literally shoots a guy in the face because yeah. the the blood just drips over your eyes at yeah. the beginning yeah that's what i feel like a lot of moon knight might be where like you'll see him they'll be like what are you gonna do to me man it's like it's like oh I'll just make sure that you can't see any more crimes you'll ever commit. You know, and you think like, oh, he's going to gouge out this dude's eyes. And then they just like cut. And the dude is like holding his eyes screaming, but you don't actually see the viscera. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a safe way to make things extremely fun. Yeah. Um, Casey, you have some Winter Soldier Falcon. I got some Falcon Winter Soldier stuff. They cast a character named John Walker. And who's that? Uh, Texas Ranger. John, yeah, he, John Walker, Texas Ranger. He wishes. Uh, John Walker is the replacement Captain America Ooh. from the 80s when Cap for, decided after finding out that the Secret Empire was involved all the way to the head of government, he gave up and became the captain for a while. The government's like, wait a minute, we own the license to your identity. So we're taking your shield and we're taking your uniform and we're putting it on this slightly unstable, jingoistic National Republican. Um, sounds like something so, Disney would do. It sounds like something Disney would do. <laughs> as long as it's you know still being heralded under old Ike. Um yeah. Uh, John Walker is not really a sympathetic character. He is very much an absolute fucking asshole <laughs> in Captain America's costume. And that is why I love him. <laughs> he's nice. just he's just such a dick. He'll like I on my Facebook page. You've seen it every Fourth of July. I share a panel that's just him punching through a wall and sticking his face in like the shining style and just like it's party time. But it's Captain America. He's outrageous. Um, you know, he as a bad guy, he's great as an antihero. He's also great because you really writers use him as a way to kind of challenge ideas. Like comics are always a pretty liberal, progressive place. Right. Mm. You know, uh, especially in 2019, where you're trying to get more LGBTQA creators and uh, characters, you know, everything from storylines to the actual people making the books. And then you have a character like Walker who's like, oh, Iceman's gay now? Like, yeah, I knew that. Like, 
whatever. But then you have him like get kicked in the dick and everybody feels really good about it. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, but it could, it could also be kind of written in a smart way. Like uh, even when he's an asshole, like you have him be the warden of the raft. Yeah. which he was in Thunderbolts for a while. Sure. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of a cool character because he was like an Arlie Ermy kind of <laughs> badass, handicapped, but like he was running the show. And he's like, I don't care where you're from, what you did. Like, you're a criminal in my prison. You're all maggots. I, I will step up. Yeah. You know, he's like a real like red-blooded American man's man. You know what's interesting? Uh, like, so there's an interview that they did, I think Variety or someone did with, um, with like the cast of... Uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, pretty much. Um, and they asked him, it's like, hey, so we heard you're not Captain America. Why is that? And he just tried to, like, really downplay it. Like, <laughs> um, because of course. the shield was given to me. I didn't really earn the shield. Earn so I'm not yeah. Captain. Yeah. And then, and then he looked at Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan's like, don't look at me. I'm the Winter Soldier. Like, they didn't, they didn't like, know how to respond pretty much. It's like, because of that. And that's the reason why. That makes so much sense now. Yeah. Yeah. And the panel that we're actually using, if you're watching live, is from uh, the run on Falcon, where he is Captain America. Uh, and they get into a big fight in a, you know, like, I think they actually fight in, like, the Lincoln Tunnel, which is super cool. And if you're from New York, you're like, oh, I, <laughs> I know that place. Um, <laughs> it's been a lot of time there. But they just have, they have a lot of great banter about what it means to be Captain America and the responsibility you have to people. Because I'm pretty sure uh, he's, in this, it looks like he might be right when he's called in from, like, fighting in the Middle East. But I'm pretty sure he goes to break in some kind of race riot mm. that's happening in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a, you get a lot of stuff of like, you know, like they're Americans, like they, you know, that, yeah, they have the right to protest, but like, it's a great place to live. And Falcon's like, yeah, but it's not great for minorities, dude. Yeah. You know? And it's just the, it's a clash of two muscly men beating the shit out of each other, but also ideas. The really cool thing. <laughs> That's they fantastic. Also cast, they also casted it too, which is interesting. Um, I can't remember the actor's name right now, but he was in um, Black Mirror. Wyatt, yeah, something. Wyatt something or other. He was in Black Mirror. He was the one where, um, I don't know if anyone, ooh, you guys have, some of you have probably seen this episode where he goes into like the video game, like like a virtual reality ish video game, and is like mom or he's his mom is like losing her mind and he's just trying to escape and he meets up with this sexy lady and he's oh, like trying to investigate this new game. It's supposed to be state of the art, so he like goes in for her and then it was a really crazy episode. It was like a mind fuck. Oh his, wait, his biggest fear is losing his own mind. I think I remember that episode. Yeah, there's like he's yeah. in like a mansion or something. There's like yep. big spiders coming out. It's like it's yep. very like Resident Evil-ish yes. mansions. I just want to point out that it's the son of Kurt Russell in case you were questioning it's how Wyatt it Russell. Really? I literally just it's, pulled the It's up. the son of Kurt Hold Russell on. if you're if you Hold want on. to check like the badass lineage that this guy comes Hold from. On. He was in um, something else more recent that we all saw too. I can't I can't remember what. Like someone has to IMDb it. Like He's the bad guy in Overlord, isn't he? Or the good guy? I'm just, I'm just going to say... I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, he's the good guy. In Over- I think. He really looks like... like Kurt Russell. He looks like Kurt Russell, <laughs> but like if he was like a snotty rich kid. It's like if Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn had a baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. Scuba Steve. <laughs> Sorry, it's too easy. Anyways, uh, we also got a... a we're running out of time, so we got to move through this stuff. Yeah, move um, Well, these next ones are quick. Yeah, these next ones. So we got a tr- uh, poster for WandaVision, 
which is exactly the 50s style sitcom kind of look that we expected it would be except this just seems like it's turning into house of m but instead of having like a weird new york city she just recreated the 50s or 60s yeah that's what it just seems like very norman rockwell Like, she just yeah. wants, like, Norman Rockwell. a normal kind of, like, what she deems or what she's supposed to deem as a normal life with their love of her life. And even that, even if that means recreating the world around her. Because if you look right. at, like, the picture, it's very, like, a lot of it's really red tones. Yeah. There isn't a lot of cool. The only cool hues in it are going to be Vision's uh, clothes. That's really it. Yeah. And the red seems to be emanating from the TV. But the silhouettes behind them is really the best part of yeah. this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have um, you have the classic Scarlet Witch and Vision the, silhouettes. The, the head prongs. Yeah, the old head prongs are back. The old head prongs. They love a head. That prong. were in what one movie? Barely. Barely. <laughs> if you consider that, yeah, uh, it's a comic book classic, and I'm hoping they give her some some version of her comic book costume. Yeah, cool. Poster. If only for a moment, <laughs> and not to make fun of. Yeah. Cool poster. It makes me in, more interested to watch WandaVision. So, like, if I had to pay separately for WandaVision, I would not. But the fact that I'm gonna getting Disney Plus anyways and it's just gonna be on there, I'm probably gonna like watch. Also, it. how much they said it was gonna tie into Doctor Strange Multiverse right, Madness, yeah, yeah, which is my most anticipated movie of the next phase. Really? Oh, I can't wait. I, don't I can't. Know if, wait. I don't know. The if name, I'm, like, the name alone, completely yeah. sold me. I don't know. Like, I love alternate for the universes. next phase. I don't know if I'm really like 100 percent in on any of them yet. Oh yeah, that's the one for me, baby. I was thinking about this because I rewatched Endgame this weekend, and other than you know getting really bummed because it just seems like a departure for Peter Parker, or like, it's like it's like a whole era. hey he's back, and then we lost him again. Yeah. Kind of uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the soul like I, I was very happy with that ending, and now I'm just kind of like phase four, neat. Yeah. Um, one of the second to last things that were or third yes second to last things third to last things whatever go a little bit out of order Kit Harington Black Knight as the Black Knight in the Eternals movie yeah pretty cool it's good Uh, good casting yeah especially especially because it's the Dane Whitman version of Black Knight who is the absolute coolest version of the character so tell us about that uh, originally on the Defenders, joined the Avengers. He's a guy whose bloodline goes back to the King Arthur days, and he often, not in this picture, but most times carries around a sword called the Ebony Blade, which is uh, a sword that literally steals the soul of men. And he's tasked to protect it, and he's very reluctant to use it. And for a while, he kind of keeps it in his back pocket and uses a sweet kick-ass lightsaber sword. <laughs> nice. Uh, and also a sweet kick-ass lightsaber shield, which is not pictured, but... Uh, it's there. And um, he falls in love with an Eternal called Cersei. It's a big part of his romantic love triangle in the 90s where he's like, do I love Crystal? Do I love Cersei? Like, ah, oh, no. these two like goddesses in my life. And I'm just a regular man with a strange backstory. Um, eventually, there's a whole thing where like he gets a heart of stone because he's bound to Cersei in that way for a while. Just a very cool character who goes through a lot of shit. Mm. For someone who just gets wrapped up in the gods. And Kumail, N- yeah, Kumail Ninjani is in this as well as Richard Madden, another Game of Thrones alum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They went all who out for Rob the cast Stark. in Eternals. I mean, Which, you're going to have to. You kind of have to. You have to because, like, let's be realistic. Very few people are going for the characters. Yeah. Very few. <laughs> yeah. All, all two fans of the Eternals <laughs> will be seeing this movie. 
I know yeah. a few people who like thought like like that Kit Harrington was like legit gonna be the next Wolverine. No, I'm I'm all on the Taron Egerton I'm, I'm, as Wolverine. No, now. not for me. Oh yeah, we want the Punisher but, as Wolverine. No, so I'm I'm in I'm still in that camp. Boo, um, <laughs> boo. No, no. Give me Elton John. No. <laughs> so I think he would be like I don't know. I Saturday think he'd night. be like he's still standing because of the healing factor. I know. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. I really don't. Like, I see him as more of, like, sure, like, the rough kid from the, the wrong side of the tracks, but, like, not Wolverine. Yeah. You know, it's just, just something about him. Um, Carl, I don't know. Carl, I'm in the Carl Urban camp right now as Wolverine. Okay. But he kind of can't right. because he was already in Ragnarok. Ah, you would say that, but beloved actress Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. Will be portraying Cersei when she previously portrayed mm-hmm. Doctor Minerva mm-hmm. in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She will be decidedly less blue in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> definitely a hundred percent more smooching. And, and also, like you can make it pretty unrecognizable. That's like, true. The difference yeah. between um, what the hell is his name? The Executioner. The Executioner. Uh, yeah, and Wolverine. It's it, all in the sideburns, man. It's and in the, the sideburns. You give him the, the hair prongs. It's in the facial expression, like. Like, especially after watching The Boys, I know I talked about this during The Boys episode, but especially after seeing that and how, like, like confident he was, but also, like, how enraged he got and the fact that he could sport that facial hair real well. Yeah. Like, that just sold me for sure. Like, that even takes me out of the John Bernthal camp. Good. Like, if, if, they, if they were, like, so if they were, like, John Bernthal or Carl Urban, Urban Carl all Urban. the way, oh, but Carl Urban. if they're, 100%. like, Taron Egerton or John Bernthal. I'm still going John Bernthal. Boo. Still, I'm still doing it. It, no. it has to be. I think um, Taron will just be good as another character. But that's just me. Um, Moving well, on. Last bit. Black Panther 2. Oh, uh, no. What if? Oh, yeah. What if? Well, we what have Black Panther 2 show- up, So talk about oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, Black Panther 2. It's got a release date. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Speculation. Uh, I want Doctor Doom or the Submariner. I think it would work really well if you do a diplomatic movie with T'Challa in charge, but going up against another nation of the world. So either Atlantis or Latveria. It's a great way to ring in some of those Fantastic Four characters that they have the rights to. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Send tweet. So, okay. <laughs> I just remembered. For me, Taron Egerton, uh, Johnny Blaze. That's what I want him as. I don't hate it. So that's, 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 that's what I want. That's I think bad. he'd be perfect. <laughs> I, I like why waste them? But better than Nicolas Cage? Uh, I think we all know the answer. I'm the Ghost Rider. <laughs> You're the worst. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what if? What if? What if? A perfect way to wrap up the show tonight. Uh, what if is my favorite concept in all of comic books, right up there with Exiles, where it's imaginary stories about changes in Marvel history. So yeah. the first one that they're really uh, presenting hard is what if. Peggy Carter became a super soldier. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Captain America, but they very clearly show her with the Union Jack on her shield. Yep. Captain mm-hmm. Peggy Carter. Uh, so it's either Captain Carter or Captain Britain. Captain, or um, That would be my guess, Cap- Captain Britain. Captain Midlands. Yeah. Uh, who's to say? Captain Midlands. Captain uh, the animation, uh, at least style, because I haven't seen it in motion. Yeah. It looks very cool, um, as you can see on your screen right now. Uh, they're getting pretty much all of the mainstay actors doing voice work. Mm-hmm. So it's going to sound super authentic to the characters we know and love. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't know what other ideas they're really planning. I heard a rumor that they're doing what if Spider-Man was Hawkeye, but that sucks and I don't care. That's stupid. Yeah. The other thing that they did show, which I didn't hear about in a lot of media circles, uh, Marvel Zombies. Yes. Ooh. They showed a zombie Captain America head with the shield halfway sticking out of it. Yeah. Uh, and I just love that. Marvel. Imagine getting all these actors just to cut loose and just have Chris Evans be like, I'm going to eat your brains. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Zombies is a very like I never finished it, but what I read was very interesting. The first run of it is fun, yeah. and then it gets real weird real fast. Yeah. Once they eat Galactus, it's kind of like yeah, cause okay, it, that's where I stopped. They like yeah, where do you go from here? Yeah, how do you? They just literally started planet hopping. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Eating worlds, eating the you know, inf zombie infecting the entire universe. I don't know. Yeah. And then they kind of brought it back to basics, and they like they shunted each individual zombie off to their own universe. Like, there's a lot of Marvel zombies to read if you oh, want. God, there's but, a there's a there's a run I read. I don't know if it was Marvel zombies, but it was in that same vein where they're like their universe hopping pretty much. I'll be able to tell you right away. And basically, it was like Captain Latin America, where it's like from the Mayan, it's from the Mayan Empire that didn't fall. My friend, that is either Marvel Zombies three or four, which features Machine Man and Jocasta in starring roles. It's Captain Mesoamerica. Yep, thank you. And he's got it's it's Cap, but he's got all Mayan stylings. Yep. And his shield is just like this big gold like end of the world disc. Yep, it's like the Mayan calendar. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That book is great. It's got Jennifer Kale in it. Oh, love it. Fred Van Lente and Kev Walker. I'm all about it. God, that'd be a fucking all about that'd it. Be a dope cosplay. Actually, I gotta look make look at that. See how if I can do that. If you're doing a cosplay, we're doing Wolverine and Sabretooth. I know, I know. We've talked about it for years, and Sabretooth is back in the public eye because of the comics. Yeah, I know, I know. I gotta, I gotta get get on that. Lose the gut. We're doing it. We're doing. it. All right, Greg, take us home. All right, and with that, wait a minute. Maybe I don't want to take us home. Take us home, damn you're you. You're not the boss of me. Take me home. What if? You're not rusty. Road. Greg took us home. What if Casey was rusty? <laughs> oh, God. This is terrible. Uh, anyways, that is going to be all the time that we have for tonight. This has been issue number 199. Gentlemen, this is the last Nine. issue in the 100s that we're doing. Let's take a moment. We're to moving on to in. bigger, better horizons. The 200s. And Stay tuned for the second greatest anniversary episode we've ever done. Mm, we'll see. Maybe the greatest. Maybe the, maybe, yeah, maybe the, greatest. the greatest. The bar set really high. Anyway, uh, I want to go ahead and thank everyone for hanging out tonight. Again, we do this live twitch.tv forward slash bad dirty funky Thursday nights, 9 p.m. ish Eastern Standard Time. Page 200. <laughs> Gonna go ahead and uh, thank Soul Get a Guy Adam for showing up in chat. Good to see you, man. Uh, Ocon showing up again. Good to see you as well. Uh, we also had Sergio showing up in chat as he's off protecting the world from devastation and uniting all peoples within our nation. Uh, we also have a ooh mega cheer coming from Ocon. Thank you so much for that. Good job, bud. And remember. If you were here, oh Rutu, how can I forget Rutu? Rutu, how could you? you? How, dare how you? could I? I'm the worst. Sorry, Rutu. We also had my um, cousin show up actually in chat. Where? Who? He was all at the top. D Valley. He's. I don't see him in here. He's all the way up top. Isn't that you? It was. No, I'm, it was before. I, I all I see is welcome to your doom. If you show up before me, you don't. Oh no, there you are. I see you. D Valley. Welcome yeah. to the, your the cousin. There you go. Hey cousin. Hey Dave's cousin. How you doing? Hope all's well with you. What's up, Cos? 
What's up, cuz? I remember if you were hanging out in chat or if you showed up late, we do upload this live. Not live. We upload this. Recorded. Recorded. And definitely not live. <laughs> live. If you think live means not live, then it's live. Try imagining it's live. Try imagining it's live. Close it. your eyes. Imagine you're here watching this Make beautiful overlay. Anyways, I'm losing control. That's it. Um, we do upload these after the fact on SoundCloud, Google Play. Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. Basically, if you get a podcast somewhere, we are probably there, and you can listen yep. to the entirety of this and 198. Actually, it's more than 198 other episodes because there was those, those years where we did preview episodes. So there's even more of these things out there. That bonus you know, content. Bonus content out there for free. So definitely get on that. Um, remember, if you want to go ahead and support the show, you can go ahead and come on in. If you have an Amazon Prime um subscription you can get a free subscription for us and you give us a little bit of money it doesn't cost you anything else if you don't have that or if you know you still want to support the show giving us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast definitely helps out with a nice little written review uh this is the point in the show where i would read another review but there hasn't been a new one since big uh baited bigfoot and what a review that was and that was a great one so the bar has been set everyone we thank you so much for hanging out remember we'll see you next time or we will see you another time We are in a holding pattern. Anyone need to... Can we stop? Resync. I'm good. I could stop. We good? Good. Stopping recording. Stopping recording.